0: Indigenous music culture.
1: <laughs> Revolutions per minute.
2: Growing up poor, you know, my parents could relate to that. I think they thought it was, you know, kind of a, a form of cheap therapy. Episode 5 Indian Country. <laughs>
3: Cowboys and Indians, cowboys and Indians, cowboys and Indians, Buffalo Billy in a cowboy suit. Sure looks cute, sure can shoot. Buffalo Billy, hey, hi, you part, you're all fenced in in your own backyard. Cowboys and Indians, cowboys and Indians, cowboys
0: and Indians. Ride, 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 the rustler, hide. When they come out, you'll will pop them. Bang, 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 you'll get that gang, and nothing's gonna stop him. revolutions per minute.
4: I Me, mean, like, uh, when, when we were younger, like, you know, we were obviously in, indigenous, but, like, I don't think it was proper to say you were indigenous if you could hide behind a, a nationality like Scotch or something like that. You kind of did because you weren't supposed to say that, or you didn't get treated very
1: well.
2: Episode 5 Indian Country.
1: Hey, hello everyone, my name is Oz12 coming to you from the RPM.fm studios in Vancouver, British Columbia in the heart of Coast Salish territories. For episode 5 of RPM, we're going straight to the heart of Indian Country. Country music. It's everywhere in Indian country, and it's been coming out of radios and reservations ever since there were radios for music to come out of. It feels like it's just always been there, and maybe that's why it's still so popular with indigenous people today. Even though if you really think about it, country music sort of is like cowboy music. On this edition of RPM, Cowboys and Indians style, the Indians win. We'll hear from a bona fide Nashville country music star, Crystal Shawanda.
0: Keep on going, keep on going,
1: keep and an up-becoming young singer who just made her first trip to Nashville, Genevieve Fisher.
5: See you in the evening. Wake up next to
1: And we'll also head out to Metis Country to catch up with Ron Ludit. There's my cousin, we'll go
3: fishing with some whiskey. There's all night around the park.
1: This is RPM. Indigenous music culture. Let's get this revolution started. Revolution Revolution 5.
0: 2 a.m. Dashboard lights. Oh God, it seems up and on. My name is Crystal Shawanda.
2: I am from the Wakumakon Unceded Reservation in Ontario, Canada. I'm Ojibwe and I uh, currently live in Nashville, Tennessee, but um, I most, most of the time I live on the road. <laughs> I
0: keep on going, keep on going, keep on moving like road. My parents are.
2: The country music fans and so were my grandparents. They all grew up listening to the Grand Ole Opry on their radio and that was kind of like their lifeline to the outside world. I think that's the way they saw it too. It was a connection to this world that was so far away and I think that's how I began to look at music as I grew up because I saw them doing that and my, my dad always raised me to know that there is a big world out there and to not be afraid to explore, you know, not beyond the borders of our reserve or the borders of canada and he was a truck driver so every chance he could we he'd take us into trips over and down into the uh, southern states and that's what led me to nashville it was kind of the natural steps and you know i wanted to sing country music but uh i also had a difference with it as i started to grow older and learning from my brothers and uh, friends of the family and growing up as a powwow dancer you know i i, I think when i was 10 years old or 11 years old is what I learned about P. St. Marie and started to become familiar with her music and she actually came to perform at a music festival on my reserve when I was 11 years old and I got to meet her and see her in concert and um, artists like Susan Aglacarck and you know I, I definitely had a lot of uh, native influences who let me know that it was possible to even begin to dream about this.
0: Wind
1: blowing on
0: my face Sidewalk flying Why country music?
2: I don't know. I think for my family, I think why they leaned towards it is because it was so honest. It was just brutally honest. You know, when you had a broken heart, you just beard your soul in the song for every thousands of people to hear, you know? And I think it gave them hope for their own heartache that if this person can go through this experience and live to sing about it the next day then maybe we can too you know especially artists like hank williams and loretta lynn you know uh, for them my mom grew up almost the exact same way loretta lynn did you know they only got a brand new pair of shoes in the winter time and in the summertime they didn't you know the song coal miner's daughter except my mom's dad was a, a logger he wasn't a coal miner but they could relate you know the struggle and and, and, and getting through things you know and growing up poor and um, you know, my parents could relate to that, and uh, and I, th- I think that's what it was. I think they thought it was, a, you know, kind of a, a form of cheap therapy. And, and uh, I grew up with the same way. I, I, I think there's a lot of country song, music songs out there that have um, healed my broken heart. And um, looking at somebody like Hank Williams and Loretta Lynn, you know, I guess for us it was like the the poor man's fairy tale. You know, this was something that was attainable because if they can do it, then maybe we can too. Kind of thing
0: let go now, Daddy. you can let go oh, I think I'm ready to do this on my own.
1: so to you what <laughs> sets indigenous country music apart from the rest
2: to be perfectly honest I don't I don't think of it as uh, like I've never looked at it as like indigenous country music or indigenous blues music right you know, I think there's a lot of great um, Aboriginal acts out there, Indigenous acts out there who who represent to where they can... This is just a blues artist and this is a country artist. And that's the way i thought of myself. I'm very proud of my roots, but I think that I've paid my dues and um, I've, you know, owned my craft enough to where I can say, I am a mainstream country music artist. And I see a lot of other uh, Indigenous acts out there doing the same. And uh, for me, it fills me with a sense of pride to know that, uh, you know, we can run just as fast as everybody in whatever genre of music that may be.
0: Maybe I tried Did everything I could Everything I should Don't know what else
5: to say What else to do Say goodbye to you
0: ain't got love.
1: per minute. This is RPM Revolutions Per Minute, Indigenous Music Culture, broadcasting across Turtle Island and around the world from Coast Salish Territories. This is Episode 5, Indian Country, and my name is Oz12. We just heard from Crystal Sriwanda, a bona fide Nashville-based country music star, and right now we're listening to her brand new single, Love Enough.
5: Ain't got
0: love.
1: As we heard, once upon a time, Crystal was a young girl growing up on a reservation in Ontario with big dreams of heading south. Genevieve Fisher is following in her footsteps today. She just made her first trip down to Nashville to record her first EP. And this track here is called Keep On.
5: Days are in place. Cause we both got nothing to
0: lose.
5: And I'm gonna keep.
6: Genevieve Fisher, and I'm from London, Ontario. Um, I'm part of the Chippewa of the Thames First Nation, uh, which is about 20 minutes from London. And um, yeah, I'm a singer and songwriter. Growing up, I'd have to say Shania Twain was a big um, influence on me. And most recently, I think I would have to say Crystal Shawanda um, has been a really big influence. I had the opportunity to open up for Crystal um, two summers ago, and uh, I was about 16 at the time, maybe 17 actually, sorry. So yeah, that was an amazing opportunity for me, I mean, opening up for her at such a young age, it was a really great experience for me.
1: Why country music?
6: I grew up around it, my grandparents were always playing it, and I think it just kind of got into my blood, I love it, it's just a huge part of me and I think it really shows who I am so yeah country is just a big part of my life. Like my grandparents growing up around it, it's kind of always just been a part of our family even being at native events or whatever it's just it's huge. I started um, at the age of two. My grandma put me into my first competition um, at the Elderton Fair. And um, it all just kind of started from there. And I think that's, too, how I started getting into country. Because a lot of the songs that, you know, my mom or my grandma would say, you need to sing this song, they were usually country songs, like Shania Twain. Growing up, I mean, singing competitions really influenced the music that I'm singing now.
1: I read that you made a a trip to Nashville, which is the country music capital of life. Mm
6: -hmm. Yes. So how was that? That was insane. So, we went up um, in October, past October. Yeah, we recorded a six-song EP. The musicians were unreal. Like, the way they played, it was just nothing I've ever seen. They heard the song once, went into the studio, and recorded it perfectly. So um, it was definitely one of the best experiences I've ever had, just seeing how different it is there because it is the country music capital, like they take their country very seriously.
1: Yeah, so what was it like coming home after, you know, you've reached a, a bit of success, you've got a professional yeah. career going on. So what's it like coming back to the home community after that?
6: And to be honest, it was a little hard. I did not want to leave after that, but, um, it gave me almost like a little boost of confidence coming home from there. It was like, you know what, I made it to Nashville. I recorded my first CD. I had a little bit more confidence. Not that I didn't have confidence before, but I think it kind of just, I don't know, I guess helped me see in in a different way. And two, it was my native community that really encouraged it. I wouldn't have been able to go to Nashville without My native community helping me get there. So they had a really big part in it as well.
1: You're listening to RPM, Episode 5, Indian Country. My name is Oz12. From the Nashville dreams of Genevieve Fisher, we're going to head west and north to Manitoba and the heart of Métis country to meet Ron Luded. This is his track called Where I Come From.
3: I'm gonna pack it in here in the morning I'm gonna take that journey back home Where there's family and friends there's that church here on the bend where I come from. There's my cousin we'll go fishing with some whiskey. There's all night around the fire playing tunes. There's a the lullaby of the falls down in Lopper Town.
4: My name's Ron Ludit. I'm from Lockport, Manitoba. I'm a mixed-blood or Métis, whatever you prefer. The Métis culture here, like where I grew up, like everybody played music. It was always old-time music, fiddle music. Uh, my uh, The house was always busy with people playing music every weekend. And it was great growing up in that kind of a situation. I enjoyed it. I'm number 10 of 12 kids, so in my Dad wouldn't uh, buy us a really good TV or anything, so we had lots of instruments. And if uh, you get bored, you're going to pick up something. My dad played all the time. And he had oodles of friends over all the time. Like, uh, like the people I didn't even know were here, like at the house, you know, because it was kind of like a get-together place. Oscar Peterson was here. I didn't even know that until last year. Wow. Come over, play piano with my dad. And, so, uh, like, I grew up with that kind of music, and then I had all brothers from, like, all ages, so I learned from them. And then, you know, the Beatles and CCR, everybody, just about every kind of music you could imagine.
1: You had to learn how to play along. Uh, when I was growing up, I grew up with my grandparents, and uh, uh, my grandma would always listen to, like, uh a lot of, like, Jimmy Rogers and Hank Williams and then Willie Nelson and, you know, the whole country music movement. Why do you think country music is so popular with uh, indigenous people all together? It's really huge.
4: I think it's the stories. I think it's the words. It's not so much uh, the music's good, but I think it's the stories that you hear when you're listening to music. Stars are shining
3: bright tonight. Quarter moon is on the rise. Ra- You're the wish upon a star
2: Me reaching back into my culture, relearning, actually gave me a sense of pride to where I felt like, you know, I, I needed to represent just a little bit better than I was and it made me hold my head just a little bit higher, you know, realizing how lucky we are today and considering how, how hard times were before. And uh, being at a place where we can, we are free to dream and to want to be anything we want to be and, you know, growing up in, within the drum circle and being a dancer, growing up as a fancy shawl dancer, for me, you know, when I'm on stage, that's uh, it's, it feels like where I'm the most me. It's like that's I feel closer to who I truly am than at any place, and um, I feel like I'm I'm honoring, uh, you know, my roots. And whenever I write a song, I'm dealing with what's going on in my life, um, whether it's good or whether it's bad. It's it's a, a form of me getting it out, and I think that's what we have always done traditionally within our music, within our storytelling, and within our dance.
1: What do you think sets uh, indigenous country music apart from the rest?
4: I don't know. I think a lot of it's just got to do where you were brought up, like the stories of your own, of your own life, more or less. For me, like uh, when when we were younger, like you know, we were obviously in, indigenous, but like I don't think it was proper to say you were indigenous if you could hide behind a, a nationality like Scotch or something like that. You kind of did because you weren't supposed to say that or you didn't get treated very well. That's part of your heritage anyway. There's a different world. It's, I'm glad it's the way it is now, but keep on going. My old saying is, we're here now. Yeah. That's what I always tell my kids. You're here now. Deal with it.
1: You're listening to Revolutions Per Minute, also known as RPM. This has been episode 5 Indian Country. Hit us up at RPM FM on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. And head on over to RPM.FM to hear the latest and greatest in indigenous music and news from across Turtle Island and beyond. My name is Oz12, and it's been great to be here with you, but I'm out. Peace. I hope we want
4: to bring out a double CGA. Now that uh, kind of have a regular band that we're all working together. Now it's mostly family anyway. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's good to have family involved in that. Well, yeah, sometimes yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> RPM.